but that's the thing. Like, we don't hear about that. You don't hear about that in the news. Not like, oh, you know, three-year fixed rates are down 30 basis points. No, nobody's announcing that. Nobody's saying that. You could look up every mortgage headline today. I'm sure it's, you know, sales are down. Sales expectations are down, as you yeah. said, Greg. Rates are up. Sky's falling. So you're never going to find positive reinforcement. I know. You're listening to the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast with your hosts, Paul Stevenson, David Warren, and Greg Campbell. Let's see what's going on in the world of real estate today. Hey, Hello. Yes. We're back. <laughs> We're back. It's two of us. Just two of us. You and I. Me and Greg Campbell. It's me, Paul Stevenson, host of the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast, mortgage agent, level two. Check me out, paulstevenson.ca. Greg Campbell. Realtor, the agency Ottawa, the, uh, the agency. agency, and uh, we're back mid-October. We're buzzing. Live show went well last week. Had a lot of people uh, reaching out afterwards, asking yeah. questions, asking questions, asking more questions that they asking didn't. More questions. The more questions. More questions. Come to the show. Throw they were the shy. Chat. They were shy on the show, or they saw the show and then called you. I guess. Yeah, and we have, I think we've realized that we have a few bot commenters as well. We, we have a, someone who chimes in often, not to name names, but we're starting to think they might just read headlines and, and throw disparaging comments in the comments section. Yeah, we all know who that is. <laughs> Welcome. We, we've invited them to the show. You know, they have, they have not responded, but the, the door is open. The door, the window... The sunroof, everything's open. Waiting. <laughs> the sunroof. Yeah. How was your weekend, Greg? Uh, you were at the pumpkin patch. I was, and I was just getting over sinus infection, so that was uh, a relief. Fun being uh, outdoors at the pumpkin patch. We did a little give back with for clients and and some families, some local families, and people that just showed up. So we had some music, we had face painting, and we had we were giving away five dollar coupons for for anyone that that wanted a pumpkin. Seems like my kids are sneaking around the back here. What's going on? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I can't talk to you right now. So it was, it was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And we, yeah, donated our time, got some pumpkins, got face painting and the Orleans fruit farm. They want us back next year for sure. Or for anything that we want to do. Yeah. That's off of Montreal Road, right? St. Joseph? It's on St. Joseph. Yeah. Saint In between. It's the, only, the only street name I say with French. It's not oh, Saint, Saint Joseph. Joseph. It's Saint Joseph. Saint Joseph Boulevard. It's off of. It's in between Orleans and Beacon Hill, basically. Where yeah, those are go to. Uh, those are go to apple spot. They're everywhere, everywhere I drove this weekend. If you had a, a corn maze or a wagon ride, I even saw pony rides out in Manatic driving at the. There's a. That's cool. Is it Shoulders? One of the one of the. I shouldn't be giving credit to someone who's not there. I think it's Shoulders, out in Manatic. They had yeah. a pumpkin patch and they had a little pony ride. Lines up for the ponies, of course. You're gonna yeah, sell. Well, you bring a pony, you're selling. You, you bring a pony, and it's it's crazy. Like we, the face painter, we were on for like a little while. It was okay, and then the face painter showed up, and it just seemed like all of a sudden, it was packed. Suddenly, yes. there was like a massive line. She stayed an extra hour, which was very cool. That's great. Yeah. So the kids loved it. So yeah, that was that was my weekend. Yesterday, I did an open house. Yeah. Got to tell you, it was quiet. And after I did the open house, we actually had, you know, I'll be transparent here just so everybody knows the market. There was no one, no one came to the open house. A home inspector came through just to check it out, give me some business cards. And he, 
he said this seems like very accurately priced an amazing home i i'm with you on this one so that was nice to hear but then what i did after the open house i was being very proactive and i went on one of the private realtor groups on facebook and i posted up saying how was everybody's open house today and what was your price point and immediately like i'm still getting emails i think it's like the most live it's the livest comment on on our private youtube our private facebook channel right now that has over 2000 people in the group so it was really interesting to see that many were like little to no one through the open house so we were trying to figure out there was some some that were busier than others but the majority of them were like you know maybe two three four groups through or none and we were all just trying to figure out like is that because of the impending rate hike coming everyone's just putting on their brakes doom and gloom in the media we're getting closer to you know getting closer to christmas end of year everybody's watching their watching their money so it was it was very interesting to see and that's what's up so if you are shopping for a home it's 100 a good time to shop if you are selling you need to be competitive if you want to beat the other properties that are similar to yours in the market in in any neighborhood based on that comment let's get into that article that i have from da, 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 da. The Canadian Real, Association, Real Estate Association cuts forecast for home sales and prices this year. So to summarize, wow. and this can kind of relate to what I was saying, the Canadian Real Estate Association has reduced its 2023 home sales forecast by nearly 10% with a 3.3% drop in average home prices, mainly due to a weakness in Ontario and BC, obviously. Higher mortgage rates have put pressure on demand, but there's an ex expectation of potential market improvement in 2024. So, you know, we have to be clear as always, you know, even in international news, when they're talking about Canada, it's generally the GTA and Vancouver markets. Despite recent fluctuations, the association's forecast hinges on the Bank of Canada's interest rate decisions in the coming months. So there you have it. In September, the home price index in Canada decreased by 0.3%, driven mainly by trends in Ontario. However, it's uncertain if this decline is an outlier or a broader trend due to interest rates. The dip in Toronto's housing prices has created opportunities for buyers with some houses now available below a million. So in the full article here, there is a buyer looking at condos just under a million. And then suddenly, basically overnight, she realized that she could buy a single family home for under a million in a certain neighborhood. So she did that instead. How many people, Greg, now, like you've been shopping, I know myself too, we have some joint clients that have been shopping for, you know, upwards of 12 months, even in some cases, so, some are less, some are more, but let's say those, you know, anyone that's kind of getting to that eight to 12 months, like how have you seen their target property shift in the last 12 months? Like, are people doing that? Are people looking at, or is it same homes, just, just less expensive? It shifted. Like are people sh it shifted more previously. Right now, it's kind of the same thing. I know what you're saying. Like it shifted yeah. a lot at the end of last year, beginning of this year. And now it's just kind of the same thing because prices haven't changed as drastically mm -hmm. as before. Like, you know, I mean, they went back up a bit and now it's just kind of sitting. It's literally a stalemate. Like that's the only word I can use. And the problem is, is that a lot of the sellers actually need to sell because they're closing on something else soon. But they're in a position where, 
if they drop too much, they're not going to get the money they need out of their home to get into the new property. I mean, we've talked talked about this before. Yeah. So, but it's it's really interesting to me how there's sellers holding on to the last minute in hopes that something's going to happen. But the way that I see it, I mean, after October 25th, we'll have a better idea. If the rate doesn't go up, I think everyone's going to be a little bit more explosive on making decisions on purchases and there'll be way more activity because right now it's, you know, it's still moving, but it's not as, it's not as aggressive as it was at all. And based on that comment, let me bring that into the next hot topic that we were talking about, Paul, the, the house sells in four days at 925 in Canada. Yeah. So, yeah. So Dave kind of shared this with us the other day and, and you said that you wanted to talk about on the show. So I guess there was a property, give us maybe the, for anyone who hasn't seen the article, give us kind of the high level synopsis and then break it down from your professional perspective. So let me break, let me read this. Let me summarize this for you. A 15 year old house in Canada, in Canada Lakes was priced below a million due to its dated interior, but was competitive in the market compared to similar properties. Now, again, based on that, I will tell you, it was great value for the home. It did need what I would say, like new kitchen, bathrooms, car like carpet up upstairs needed to go. The property features an, also an unfinished basement offering flexibility for customization. Despite initial plans to set a lower price, market conditions led to a slightly higher listing and the house had a contemporary layout with an enclosed office and separate entertaining areas. So like definitely it's, it's a bigger home. It, had a, it has a great floor plan. Da, da, da. That's not part of it. So that's basically what was up with that. And you know, it goes to what I was saying. If you're priced right, you're going to sell no matter what. Mm. And you can't fight that. So if you're sitting on the market, it means that you're not priced for the current, the current buyer's positions. No one wants to spend the money. And a lot of people won't even offer on your property because, you know, which is foolish to me because if I'm working with a buyer, I'll offer whatever they, whatever we think we want to try, you know, because uh, usually yes, negotiation yeah. will happen and chances are you're going to get it done, especially if there hasn't been any other offers on the property. But I mean, this, this house is like, it, it needs work. Will it be worth, you know, if, if the buyer's staying there for, you know, five to 10 years and they put in 150,000, will it be worth it then? Sure. Most likely, mm -hmm. or at least, you know, in and around that range because of the neighborhood. I imagine that the buyer is either someone moving to Ottawa that wants to, is working in the tech sector in Canada or, or working at a home, has some friends in the neighborhood because Canada Lakes is pretty, it's a pretty distinctive neighborhood and, and a lot of people that buy there, buy there for a reason. They need to be in Canada Lakes and they like the, you know, the value holds, holds well for the properties and it's a, it's a great community. It seems most of my clients currently that are shopping, there's con like some of the negotiations are lasting days, like, like yeah. three, four days. Like there seems to be kind of that, that separation right now, as you said, buyers are wanting to pay, like they're seeing the home listing, sorry, they're seeing the home sitting for sometimes, you know, 30, 45, 60 days and they want to get a deal, right? Like the buyers want to drive that price down. Sellers want to obviously keep it at their list price. But as you said, if it's priced too high, it's going to sit for a while. And we're seeing that a lot now in Ottawa. People priced it maybe for the April, May market. And mm -hmm. we're just coming kind of back to that price point now. So are you seeing, like, I, I guess what I'm saying is I'm seeing 
my buyers being like, yeah, we're 10,000 away. We're 15,000 away. Like they're, they're, you know, we're in communication every day, but they're not coming to like, usually it's 24 hours. You know, you go back and forth a couple times, you come to an agreement. It seems like from my perspective, at least that my clients are negotiating for longer. Like, it seems like more like two, three, four yeah. days back and forth. Yeah. 5,000, 4,000, this included, that not included. So it seems like, as we said, being seemingly a buyer's market, that there's more wiggle room. Like buyers are really kind of, they're not in a rush. Sellers seemingly not in a rush. Like, are you seeing that too? Like, does it seem like I'm everyone seeing, is just kind of Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing People a lot of that. Disconnected maybe? I'm seeing a lot of that. I think it's, in some circumstances, it can become foolish. And we, you know, one of the parties isn't really understanding what's, what's happening, but it's, I mean, it's nice to see in a way, like even, you know, when I'm having conversations with agents or we're negotiating, it's like, it's, you know, it's a real, it's a real negotiation. Yes. We're, we're working to get the best deal possible for both of our clients. And, you know, like and you everyone's said, in the right, everyone's in the right. And there's yeah. little things coming up where you know, you're saying like, well, no, we want this. And then we're like, well, no, we want this, or we want this clause reworded this way. And it's like, come on, man, you know, back and forth, you know, you, you get it done in the end most of the time, but like, you're right. And if you're, you got to think about it, if you got a, a house listed for a million bucks and you're fighting for $10,000 on it, that $10,000 probably isn't coming back on the next offer. No. And let's do that. Let's say $10,000 over 25 years is uh, about $60 a month. Yeah, in, exactly. Today's rates. So then uh, when there's, people there's are... been times, I'd say on my last two properties, both were multiple offers. I purposely went between five and 10,000 over what I thought I should pay, knowing that I'm going to pay that extra 56 bucks, 56 right. bucks, 50 to $60 a month to secure the property. Like I don't want to compete with anyone. So let's go way over what we think they're going to offer yeah. just to make sure that like, I'm willing to pay the extra 50 bucks, 60 bucks a month. At that time, it was probably less, like 30 bucks a month at that time. But to just ensure that the offer is the most competitive. And like you said, when people are literally willing to walk away for that $60 a month, I understand it's not like that's not a small amount of money. But when you're talking about, like you said, a million dollar home, yeah. it is yeah. a small amount of money. You know, <laughs> you're talking $60 a month when you're buying a seven figure property, like get in there, you know? I want I want to do a little sidebar here. You know you know how you know bucks saying bucks. You know how we all say bucks. Bucks, yeah. You know, you know what that do you know what that is? I do. I know what it is. Do you know what it is? Do you want me to say it or do you want to say it? Yeah, you go ahead. I just think it's cool for the listeners, like who who may not uh, believe, know that, or if they're I not believe, from Canada. Uh, yeah, in Canada, that a buckskin used to be yes. the equivalent of one dollar. So yes. people used to trade buckskins for a dollar, Correct. and that's why they called it a buck. <laughs> I think that's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and we still do it hundreds of years time. later. I need a hundred bucks. hundred yeah, bucks. A, long, yeah. a lot of hundreds. Imagine. I want to ha actually having that. Jeez. Yeah. You've you touched on rates before and, and it is really important. So we do have an announcement. October 25th is, is the announcement. That's going to be strictly for variable rates, which I know we've harped on this. Obviously, I know you know this, Greg, but for people listening, you know, don't want to flog a dead horse, but the Bank of Canada announcements have little to no, well, technically should have no impact on fixed rates. So fixed rates directly connected to the bonds, variable rates have an impact by the Bank of Canada. So this announcement is the one that gets all the headlines, but to share some good news, the fixed rates over the last five days since our last episode have actually come down. So, you know, we were talking about bond rates were going up, 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 up. 
they're still kind of stagnate. Like they're still kind of in the low fours, four and a quarter. I think it was this morning when I looked, uh, they were as high as 4.3 at one point or 4.39, something like that, but they are kind of on a downslope. And we have seen lenders, some lenders actually drop their five-year kind of insured rate. So that would be less than 20% down payment. The three-year and four-year fixed rates also dropped last week. The three-year, especially one lender dropped by almost 30 basis points. So it's very weird. Like kind of trying to analyze rates. Like, honestly, it's, it's impossible. It's a fool's game, but from my experience, I'll be a fool. I'll be a fool for five seconds. You know, be a fool uh, for me. I, I would say, you know, with the way things are, anytime we see lenders start dropping rates like this, usually every other lender kind of follows suit or, or at least half of them will kind of, it's kind of a, a mild race to the bottom, you know, Oh, the market's picking up slightly. Well, we're going to drop our rates a bit just so we can, you know, secure that share right. of the market. So it'll be interesting to see now with the, like you said, if bank kind of holds rates, I'm going to, I think right now, as of today, you know, being October 16th, 17th, when this comes out, I do think they're going to hold rates, but again, like if they increase rates, no one's going to be surprised. Like it's not, it's, what do it's you, such a, what is the actual, like what, what's the five-year fixed rate today? Putting you on the day. Yeah, no, it's fine. So if you, it, it, again, I'll preface uh, this obviously. as everyone knows, you know, if you're looking to secure a rate or get pre-approved, certainly contact me because rates are different for every individual person based on your yes. you know, your income, your down payments. There's a lot of variables here. If you're self-employed, you know, there's a lot of a lot of caveats. But right now, like with less than 20%, you can get fixed rates around kind of five, seven, nine, five, eight, four. That's kind of the the you know, you can get lower, but they're gonna be super restrictive. You know, there's a lot of Again, asterisks, but I'd say 5.8, 5.9 is, is realistic. Variable rates are probably around prime minus point, prime minus 1%. So somewhere in, you know, 6.2% right now. And three-year fixed are just over 6%. So like 604 right now is, is a really good three-year. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's insane. Like people, I remember people when it was 519 were complaining like well, what about 479 it's like well that was three months ago and now 519 was three months ago now <laughs> yeah. we're at 579 but again even a week ago it was that was that was 584 589 so like you know i'll take a win i'll take a small win even if it's five basis points you know but that's the thing like we don't hear about that you don't hear about that in the news now like oh you know three-year fixed rates are down 30 basis points no nobody's announcing that nobody's saying that you could look up every mortgage headline today i'm sure it's you know Sales are down. Sales expectations are down, as you yeah. said, Greg. Rates are up. Sky's falling. So you're never going to find positive reinforcement. I know. It's always like, just, just, just yeah. read the news and then live like that. Yeah. Get ready like for 90% so rates. Read the news. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. It's exactly. great. Speaking of news, I have a, a news for the some rental news that I think is, oh. uh, is interesting. And I, I, I'm hoping that this, oh, it is for all of Ontario. Excuse, excuse me. It's for all of Ontario. I thought it might have just been the GTA. So this is uh, an Ontario rental registry created by nonprofit Vivre en Ville. It's a crowdsourced platform for tenants to input rent prices, bill charges, and unit details to promote transparency in Ontario's rental market amidst soaring prices. Hmm. The rental registry launched in Ontario aims to increase housing increase housing market transparency, and preserve affordability by sharing rent information publicly. It has already registered about 3,000 Ontarian rents and could be implemented nationwide with government support. I think that's pretty cool because it lets you know 
what's going on around and it'll help balance things out, I imagine. But do you think, so for instance, for instance, wow, I can't speak today. For instance. Um, for instances, for instance, I could go onto my street and just see who's renting and what they're paying. That's, that's open registry. That's the gist of this. Yeah, the rental registry. Hmm. I don't see a link to anything yet. Oh, wait, the website says, yeah, here, let's do this. Rentalregistry.ca. Wow. Yeah, this is real. Everybody go check this oh. out if you're if you're a renter and check it out. It says at you can add your rent. So I can go in and add rent information, add my God, I should be able to screen share. We should get into that habit, eh? Screen sharing on tow rep. You know what? Maybe I'll start doing little little things like this, little gifts, little wow. gifts. This gifts. is interesting. My rent. And, yeah. So everybody should go check that out if you're if you're renting. I'll go into it more, but I wanted to give you guys the scoop on that. I just found it today. Tenants who have moved in the last year in Ontario have seen their rent go up on average 34%. Wow. That's insane. Tenants who have moved in the last one to three years have seen their rent go up on average 29%. 18 to 34-year-olds are paying on average roughly 245 more per month than 55-plus-year-olds for rent. Oh, that's interesting. So if you're younger, you're getting charged more than 55-year-olds? I don't understand that exactly. Where does that data come from? But Well, that's... I was talking to a friend yesterday, and they were saying their parents are currently renting for $1,700 a month, and they just, like, they've thought about buying, but to buy now, their payment's going to go up to $4,000 a, a month? So I guess maybe they've been month? stuck in, I mean, maybe they've been in the same place renting for a while. Yeah, no, that's it. So they've been that's... there for, you know, seven, eight years. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing. I I know I know of that where you know you get a good landlord who's just like we're okay. Yeah. Don't worry about the rent inc increase increasing. We want you in the house. We know you take care of it. You're you know there's that's that's of huge value to anybody. Yeah, it's yeah. It. I mean, if you get if you kick those tenants out, which you can't do obviously, but let's say they leave and you know you're charging that let's just say two thousand a month. Like if that property stays vacant for three months. That six thousand dollars, you know, if you're charging an extra three hundred a month forever, it's going to take a while to get you that six grand back. That you know, yeah. just carrying that vacant property. So, yeah, I think having good tenants is hard enough in the first place. So, if you have good tenants that are actually paying, it's probably better to take that guaranteed rental income. I've got. Yeah, uh, Here's some of those nightmares: people not being paid for six months, and oh yeah, tenant board is is siding with the tenant and there's a term there's a term for those kind of tenants what is it like light i can't remember i was watching something about it the other day i i have something to tenants. say about uh, professional tenants professional tenants i believe that's what it was i have a comment that people will find intriguing i think we had a rental in ottawa it was rented at 3400 dollars a month we rented it overnight basically luca had it set up rented it out Landlord, very happy. Tenants, very happy. Two months in, we get a call. So we bought a house. We're going to move out in, in uh, three weeks. The tenants are saying this? The tenants are saying that. So we're like, okay, so you understand that you're breaching the contract and now we have to put the house back on the market. So, you know, it made them guarantee that they're going to give at least one month's rent back for sure. And then any additional months where the property isn't rented at the same price or the balance in the difference in price. Hmm. So anyways, we put it back on the market. 
not renting. Really? So they're going to be, they just bought a new home. They broke the lease and they're probably, my guess is at the end of this, they're probably going to be on the hook for about 10 grand. So if you are a tenant renting a property and want to move or don't, you know, I understand life happens. So like it, they could have moved in. It was just like, oh shit, this is a great opportunity. We're going to, we're going to jump on this. But without having a proper conversation with the landlord going into that situation or letting them or, you know, making a move that quickly, you really need to know where you sit because just walking away from that can lead you into a situation, a position like these guys where they're going to be on the hook for, for quite a bit. And there's like, they were locked into that, that lease and they breached. So, and that's a big, that's a $3,500 a month payment. Yeah, that's right. That's and that, and, yeah, and again, in a market like this, where you're already paying, like they just mm -hmm. bought a house. So their mortgage payment, I'm sure is aggressive. Yeah. You know, now they're, yeah. Now they got a big bill. I'm surprised that we haven't been able to rent it, to be honest. It's a beautiful home, but hey, that's, that's just a, something to learn. An interesting story, Greg. There's lots of wild things that happen in the real estate industry. Oh, speaking of wild, hey, that's going to be the new show, right? Yeah. Damn. I love it. Can you speak about it? Should uh, we yeah, deliver yeah. it on air? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to launch a new show called The Deal. And it's just in the, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Prototype. What's the start? Developmental start stages. Developmental stages. <laughs> We're, it's, it's the moving beta? forward. We're uh, beta. Yeah, it's in the beta stages. We're going to be reaching out to realtors and mortgage professionals, probably even lawyers too, that uh, actually, I don't know if lawyers could do that. I, eh? someone might. Oh, as long as they them. don't give their name, that would be. Yeah, no, no names. I guess probably just have the, the best story. They yeah. Well, that's why I wanted to include them. So. And anyways, the, the premise is that a realtor, broker, lawyer shares a crazy story like on, on their phone or camera, whatever, from their, from their dealings. So it could be, you know, just an insane story, a really great story, a really bad story. And then what we're going to do is compile them all. And I'm going to post up shorts every day on the channel. And at the end of the month, we'll, we'll review the best ones either on live stream or in an episode. Hilarious. Yeah, I think that's perfect. Yeah. Even just Paul's probably going to send me the hilarious. first video. Paul's going to send me the first video. Yeah, there's, I mean, I got years worth of stories. I got, I'll have to find the best one and I'll send it to you. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun because the people I mentioned it to already, they're like, oh, bro, that's I got so <laughs> many ideas. I got so many stories. Yeah, you know, those bros. Oh. oh, getting a call from Hong Kong right now. I'll just hang up on that one. Oh. I love it. My phone now tells me when it's likely spam, which is yeah. the best thing that's ever happened. Oh, yeah. Likely spam. That's a nice yeah. feature. Block. <laughs> Should we slide into some mood boost, Greg? I think so. You know what? That was, that was a pretty informative episode, I feel. I think so. I feel like I didn't bring much to the table, but you carried it. You, you had some really good info today, Greg. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for, you're welcome. for sharing your knowledge, your expertise. The agency auto. Okay, I got three today. Number one, big big news out of the business sector. Did you hear that FedEx and UPS were merging? They're going to be called FedUps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Interesting story. This weekend, I walked into a pub with my wife, and the bartender asked, would you like a beer for your wife? I said, that sounds like a fair swap. And for those of you that don't know, my son's fourth birthday was today. When he came to see me, I didn't recognize him at first. 
I'd never seen him before. Oh, yes. Tricked you I like that. You know, that, pretty clever today. Pretty clever. <laughs> the before one, especially. Yeah. Never seen him before. Never seen him before. No. Saw him before now. Today. Hey. Torah. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We uh, Next week, I think... We're going to have one of our favorite guests back, Mr. Lou Loft. I think it's next week. We're going to try to get him on. He, That's uh, good. He reached out recently. He's got some some updates as to, we were talking about, you know, what the government could do to, to help with this housing issue. Yeah, and he can probably give us some updates on Orleans specifically down by Plass and with the uh, new development going in by the old, uh, well, by the YMCA or yeah. the Altitude Gym or whatever it is now. Yeah, last week we were talking to him. I think we were talking about the 15-minute city and mm -hmm. communities, cool. that sort of thing. So it'll be interesting to get his, his take on that. So we think we're going to have Matt on next week. And we have a few other guests coming on in the coming weeks. So lots of things happening. Market's hot. <laughs> Mark, market's hot for us, at least. It's it's hot in the sense that it's all we, all we think about. <laughs> it's front of mind. If it's not hot, Keep, it's front of mind. It's keeping me in the hot seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you that. It's just hot at night while yeah. we don't sleep. But guys, um, yeah, seriously, no. remember that we do do this professionally and we've been doing it for years. So if you have any questions about your neighborhood, your property, or how you can how we can help you, please just reach out. Our our emails and phone numbers are in the in the notes after each episode. They're always there. And we would love to to talk to you, to speak with you. Professional. Greg will house you. He'll house you. I'll finance you. I'll house you. We're good to go. Yeah, no, but if you have questions about rates, if you have an upcoming renewal, anything mortgage related, happy to chat all the time, David as well, and uh, just reach out. But new episodes are out every Tuesday, 10 a.m. on YouTube, on your streaming platforms. We'll see you next week. Greg, have a fantastic day. You too, Paul. All right. Fantastic. Have a fantasy day. Have a fantasy day. Fantasy day. Paradise fantasy. Bye. <laughs> Lakes. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe because we'd really like that.